Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Survivor Now podcast. The content is coming up shortly, but first we got to pay some bills. Okay, we are so excited to tell you guys about this great partnership we now have with our good friend Katie over at Katie Tedesco Art. Since 2015, Katie has been running the original Survivor fan shop where she creates Survivor trading cards, Survivor idol keychains, Big Brother keys, and more. We have been huge fans of hers ever since we started ordering our own items. We're huge fans of the Survivor trading cards. I even got my favorite, John Cochran. You can order them in packs, say an entire season, or you can also order your favorite Survivor Castaways cards in individual packs as well. The items come in a timely manner and are handled with care to make sure you, as a customer, are never disappointed. You can check out all of her cool work over at our Etsy site. The link is in our Instagram bio, so just head on over, let her know Survivor Now sent you, and give her a follow. You can find her on Insta, at Katie Tedesco Art. That's all one word, and that's Katie Tedesco, T-E-D-E-S-C-O, Art. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Survivor Now podcast. We are here to cover week three of Survivor South Africa, uh, Return of the Outcast. And I am joined, as always, you guys don't need to know my name, but I am joined by Abraham. Abraham, good afternoon to you, sir. We've been talking for a while, but, you know, (laughs) they haven't. (laughs) Look always a good day we talk about survivor and this survivor south africa is a whole different level to the game so another great week man looking forward to chit-chatting about it hey listeners viewers hey you got to get out there and take a look at south africa if you haven't seen it this is a great opportunity go out and take a look at it see what the difference is between the u.s and south africa australia this is the world if you're a survivor fan if you're a Survivor fan, my expectation is that you're taking in all things Survivor. Well, you know, there's like different tiers of fandoms. You have like casual fans, and then the and then you have people who think they're super fans, but they actually aren't. And then you have super fans who watch everything. I'm bringing everybody in. If you're just a casual fan, just go and say, you know what? I'm just going to look at one or two episodes. Just just see the thrill of being on another type of Survivor. See how the players play. Now, I will say South Africa is probably the politest exit of any vote outs. They always grab their bags. They grab their bags. They be like, I know I'm going. They grab their (laughs) bags. They be like, I'm like, are you just not going to wait? Hold on. There's one more vote that says you might be able to stay. But everybody that's gotten voted out, I've all seen them all already grab the bag. It's like, it's me. No, this last vote could keep you here. But then sometimes the vote don't. If you guys want to check it out but have no idea where to go, hit us up on Instagram. I'm not going to say it here because we want those links to stay there. So hit hit us up on Instagram and we'll give you the details of where to go and everything. But we do want people watching. And the the crazy thing is, I never thought it'd be like this. Every version of the game of Survivor, they're all different. They're all, it's like a completely different way to play the game. I always say that, you know, Survivor US is the more strategic part. I, I think it works out perfect, perfectly like the full package. Sh- strategy, physical, social. I think Survivor US is all about strategy. 
I think Survivor Australia is all about physical. And I think Survivor South Africa is all about social. I, I think it's so cool that I you can kind of split those games up in these different type of variations. Well, you know, in this season of South Africa, we've seen with Return of the Outcasts, how people play when they get a chance to really play. Because they've either gotten voted out before the merge um, and or got voted out first, and they're really coming back saying, hey, I want to make the best of my time on this season. And we're seeing that. Like I said before, this didn't start day one. It's almost like their season started on day 10 because a lot of them already had their relationships. So the social game for this season of South Africa is off the chain because they already knew each other. And they've had years to know each other outside of the game. So they brought all that back into the game, which makes it a whole separate concept to Survivor. Now, U.S. Survivor, I'm looking forward to coming back. I will come back in Return of the Outcast, U.S. version. Love it. Uh, before we get into this week's breakdown, there's some uh, some basics we have to get through or base stuff. Um, and that is make sure to go over to our Instagram. Give that a follow at Survivor Now Podcast. We're always updating you guys on the latest in-game events. Make sure to go over to our Twitter at Survivor Now Pod. Um, let me see what else. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and like and subscribe to the channel. We know the button's right there, so go ahead and do that. Turn on the notification bell as well, as you never know when we are revealing uh, some new Survivor interviews and some news. Oh, no. We've got some exciting stuff on the way. We can't say anything now, but we we definitely have some exciting stuff in the works. Unfortunately, we have not been able to interview the castaways this week. So I don't know, neither of us know if we're going to get the opportunity to interview Pinty, Teresa, or Pelissa this week. That is a work in progress. There's some scheduling conflicts. So stay with us, stay tuned. We might be able to interview them. We're still using the link to Pelissa's interview. So if she shows up 30 minutes from now, it's going to be a surprise and stuff. We, <laughs> we'll let her in and all that. But uh, so, yeah, definitely look forward to that. Um, Abraham, before we really get added on and into the episode here, is there anything you want to add yourself? Look, hey, the players in South Africa are different. I mean, oh, they're yeah. approaching a different way. And it's so enjoyable to see how across this globe, how people have embraced Survivor and how this is actually impacting the way people perceive how the game should be played, could be played and possibly played because everybody has a different approach. But, you know, when I got picked up to play Survivor, I went out and I looked at different Survivors. This is the different shows, Australia, New Zealand, I mean, Australia, South Africa. And I was like, wait a minute, I didn't even know this many Survivors were even being done. And I was like, oh. <laughs> There's it, it more that we don't even cover. So it was some great information to be able to see how they actually approach the game. And I think, look, at the end of the day, it's definitely a joy. Definitely oh, yeah. a joy. Well, I definitely said, I told Abraham before coming on here, I, I think this week was the slowest week out of the three, but it was still really entertaining. There's still a lot that happened. Um, but yeah, let's get into this. Let's get right into episode nine. So we come back, uh, just to remind you guys, previously on Survivor South Africa, um, Shona got completely blindsided and should not have been going home. Phil put his vote on Shona and that ruined the plan to get Dante out. Um, so we get back to the Yontau camp and Phil is feeling terrible. 
and he goes and he apologizes to Dino. He's like, I'm is it was a miscommunication. Why didn't she grab the idol? She hit a tribal. I thought she was, I thought I was going home because she seemed confident. So he started to freak out. And so he threw a vote on Shona to try to save his skin. And then, oh, Phil, he messed up. We talked about it a little last week. Actually, you didn't because you, you kind of, your phone died. But uh, Santony and I talked to, or spoke about it. Th- this was a mistake from Phil. This is bad. So we're going to call this somebody else messes up your game. It happens on Survivor. I mean, you have people that when it comes down to it, they don't know exactly what's going to happen. They feel like they're on the outs because you you think about it. You don't have all your rest. You don't have all the food. Now you are super paranoid. But Phil threw a monkey wrench in <laughs> everybody's game. You had a chance to get out one of the biggest threats in Dante. Dante, you'd have been gone. I'd have voted you out. One, because Dante is running around saying that he basically is running the camp. Now, we all know how that works out. I'm running the camp. Got to go. So Dante is still there. Phil is still there. And Dino is left on the outs because, hey, he doesn't have, he don't have a protection. He doesn't have an idol at the time. Has no protection. He knew he was on the chopping block. Now, Phil comes back. Well, you know what? I made a mistake. Yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, put yourself in Dino's shoes. I mean, if he comes back and says that to you, Abraham, my bad. I, my bad. What are you saying in that moment? Because he just completely ruined their game at that I'm very vote, point. I'm gonna have to vote him out next time because I can't trust him to follow through. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pelissa, Pelissa put herself out there saying, "Hey, look, I'm going to side with you guys, and we're going to vote out Dante because that was good for her game." And now she's playing a great game now. Because she's playing both sides, but she doesn't look like she's playing any side. Well, I was going to say that when she walked over to Phil and Dino and was talking to them saying, guys, what happened? Like, what happened? Phil Phil said that was my fault. And she's like, I can't trust you guys now. Well, hold on a second. Dante would have gone home. Remember, Pelissa voted for Dino. So if she threw her vote on Dante and fully joined them, it's Dante still would have went home regardless of Phil's blunder here. Look, Pelissa followed the plan. <laughs> they were supposed to throw votes on Dino. They threw the votes on Dino, so it wouldn't look like She's she was them, a part yeah. of it. So had she flipped and threw the, door, the votes on Dante, yeah, they could have voted him out. But Phil is a cornerstone of failure for this particular episode. <laughs> well, so Shona, said, Shona said when she got voted out, she wanted to slap the E out of Phil. <laughs> Yeezy! <laughs> I uh, think I would have too, Abraham. I would have gave him a look, and it would have been that look of "we're done." Like, really, I would have been irate. No, nobody wants to go on just because somebody else didn't follow that particular voting thing. And, and that's thing about it is, Shona got voted out because of what somebody else didn't do. Dino's <laughs> got he's jammed up in the game now because of what Phil didn't do. And Phil, I don't know if he didn't edit it so right, but Phil just like he just running around. I don't know what's going to happen next. You told told me that before we went on air here, that you're not the biggest fan of Phil's game. Now explain that to me, because I thought Phil's game, I thought he had a really nice game going on in week two before that blunder. Before he did that, I'm like, okay, Phil's starting to make some moves here. Remember, that was the whole reason that Tevin went home, the whole reason that Seamus went, or Seamus went home, excuse me. Uh, so like, I was like, Phil's Look. starting to make some moves here. And then he had this one blunder and he hasn't really gained traction since he now looks like literally when he's talking to Dino, like a deer in the headlights. 
He's like, yeah, whatever. Look, I need you to go back and look at all of Phil's individual interviews. <laughs> Phil has no concrete direction. He'd be like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. As long as it's not Phil, Phil is happy. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Phil is looking out for Phil. Dino, Phil ain't looking out for Dino and Phil. Dino ain't looking out for no alliance. Dino trying to say he alive. Phil's like, man, that he got an idol. When, I don't have one. So Phil is all about Phil, but no direction. We're going to get to more about Phil here when he takes his trip to the outpost but let's move on here to the first immunity challenge this is another take this is another take on the survivor classic which is blindfolds and then someone has to shout and and work you around here and oh we had some dirty (laughs) dirty i'm just gonna say i'm gonna make up a new word here dirty we had some dirty play here Uh, abraham that was was, was good tactic i was i was going to ask is it all fair in the game of survivor i mean if it's not in the rule book look you can play it you you here it's in the title you're playing survivor i mean it's like as, as long as it's not where somebody is physically injured on purpose to me everything goes and to me it was an ingenious strategy so if you if you haven't seen the episode in the challenge it's the blindfold challenge and you got one person that's commanding everybody else to pick up puzzle people, puzzle pieces, and take them to a designated location and come back. Well, if my tribe is there and you can't hear your caller because we're singing a song, we're just happy. And Teresa, song, Teresa literally shoves Dante and she's like, shut it. And she's like screaming bloody Murray, try, bloody murder. I can't talk today. Bloody murder trying to get her, her tribe to hear her. And it was really funny when uh, it was Tony and Killarney who was kind of stranded and they couldn't hear Teresa because everyone on the other tribe is screaming and they get to Dino and Dino's like, yep, come closer, come closer. <laughs> and they're just going right to him. And, and, and the tribe was not happy when they took their blindfolds up. Pinty jumped up, got in their faces a little bit. And the tribe was not happy. I mean, Abraham, if you or I, we're, we're sitting here as fans and saying great strategy. But if you or I are on that island playing the game, we're going to be mad in that moment, too. We're going to be like, hey, can you guys shut up for a second? It, it, it all depends on what side you're sitting on. If you're on the side that wins the challenge, guess what? It worked. If you're yeah. on the side that didn't win the challenge, guess what? It didn't work. Mm-hmm. Now, at the end of the day, you're playing Survivor. So everything goes. So, like I said, if you're not out there physically harming somebody, hey, good play. Because some of them were mad about it, but they understood it. They was like, okay, we know in the game of Survivor, things like this is going to happen. It was, uh, it was Felix in his confessional literally said, everybody's so mad. They came back to camp saying they played dirty. And he literally was like, do you guys know what game you're on? We're on <laughs> yeah, Survivor. If, if, that's, that's cool if that's what's going to help you, then do it. And they, and they still, they put a good run in. They almost won. It yeah. just came down again. It came down to the puzzle, which Dino is, is a mastermind at. And puzzles. So you want to put your best person on puzzles. And if you give them enough time, guess what? They're going to win. So we see where they won the puzzle. And now you got to go back to voting. <laughs> it's, it's scary. Well, let's not jump over. They got a reward with this puzzle as well. They got to go to the uh, Survivor store, which I love. Survivor US, bring these types of rewards back. I love seeing this. The 30 outpost. seconds, 30 seconds to not the outpost. Oh, they do go to the store to get something to eat. Yeah, oh. 30 seconds to um 
you have to set an order for the tribe, one person at a time, and you have 30 seconds out there to eat as much as you want. There's basically a bunch of different stuff. There's sweets, there's bread, there's sandwiches and all type fries, popcorn. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of stuff. And Meryl gets to, which is my winner pick, and the only person left on the Survivor Now fantasy team, we are losing bad, by the way. <laughs> we are losing bad. Um, so Abraham gets to pick the team next time we do this. Um, but Meryl gets to go first. And when I saw the outlook, everyone is assuming that there's going to be an idol or an advantage. And when I saw the store itself, Abraham, I saw that cake and I immediately went, it's in the cake. Because they had the now, symbols on the cake. I knew instantly someone's got to dig into that cake. Note for anybody that gets selected for South Africa's Survivor, look for the symbols. Because all the symbols lead you somewhere. And when she dove into that cake, I was like, okay, she got it. She was first. She got it. Now, love the concept. Love the concept about the food. There's always a downside to shocking your system. <laughs> 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 yeah, tell well, us the behind the scenes. How much were they hating themselves that night? I would have, I would have kind of balanced it out and ate stuff that was just kind of on par, not, not, not too spicy, too greasy, too sweet. Just kind of keep it as, but you're hungry, so you're gonna go for everything. Well, Marion, yeah. Marion was the last one to get into the store, and she was smart. She said, "Look, I know there's nothing here, so she so just, he she just ate." I guess that's, let's say there's six or seven people. What person, when they go into the store, should be the person that goes, look, there's nothing here. It's already been found. It should be like Never. the third person, right? Third or third, fourth third. person. I wouldn't even go to the first. If, let me tell you, if the first two are just out there, by the time you hit the third person, go in there and replenish your, your fuel tank. Yeah, like, don't tank. worry, because everyone was don't worried worry. about finding something. Like even people who went like fourth or fifth, they were still looking. I'm like, guys. If they haven't found it by now, you're not going to find it because whatever it is, it's just buried somewhere and y'all just don't notice it, which goes back to follow the symbols. Yeah. Because everything in South Africa is about where that thought, symbol's at. I thought it was funny. I don't remember who went in second, but I thought it was funny that oh, um, the cake, you could tell, you could still see the symbols on the cake and you could tell that it had been dug into in a specific way. So I was wondering why they didn't go. That would have been my first thought. Look, the cake's been dug into and there's symbols on it. There was something in there. If no, I if I was, if I was Meryl, I'm flipping the cake. Like I'm going to dig in and I'm just going to throw it on the ground or something. Hey, if y'all ever go on Survivor with Randy, know that you will not get into the cake because he's throwing it in the dirt. I'm, um, I'm throwing everything on the ground. I'm like food, like, like I went in there and tore the place up and then I'll probably get sent home. <laughs> see, here's the beauty of the cake. You have no utensils. Dig your hand in that cake. Get you a handful. Nobody can tell. She dug her hand in the cake. Nobody yeah. knows. Yeah. And here's the thing about it is nobody also knew that the first person going first found something. There's no yeah. way to tell if you found anything. And there's, here's the thing about Survivor, which is great. There's nothing to say something will be there. We only assume that everything has something. But in actuality, guess what? There's nothing there. But we saw that with the with the breakfast reward they got. Everyone was looking, nothing there. The true life or whatever it's called. Go back to uh what's the name was on the bench. She sat out the she's gonna set uh, out one of the Marion. Marion. Yes. Marion. Marion's gonna set out one of the challenges. And she is all over that bench. <laughs> but How did no one back, see her looking? 
Like if she's go back, all over it. I mean, she was like leaning on it all up under. But if we go back to Xander, Xander couldn't find the um, the actual clue on his season, but Drea on her season found a clue. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's the player that just not looking in the right place, and sometimes it's just nothing there. Who knows? But it's a good it's a good strategy for how they put together the game. Abraham, we should go ahead and tell them what it was that uh, Meryl found. Do you want to go ahead and tell them what she got there? Because it wasn't a full-fledged idol. So Meryl's idol, out of the cake, she finds it. But that was a pass for Tribal Council. Tribal Council pass, which gives her the power to... Somebody can leave Tribal Council. Basically a whole Tribal Council. (laughs) Now... That is so much power in the game because, you know, we saw it in Australia with uh, KJ. She had the power to send somebody, send a group out back to camp. You control the vote when you can take certain people out. She could take herself out or she could send somebody else. So we're going to see. Yeah. So we're going to see that this pass comes in absolutely as part of the game, which I think, look, their actual immunity idols, I think, are great. Because there's so many twists and turns with them. And we're going to see in the immunity idols that are being found in these four episodes, they all impact the game in a different way. Uh, By the way, just to add on what Abraham was saying earlier, if you're not watching Survivor South Africa and you're not watching Survivor Australia, go check out that too. The international versions are, trust me, you're not going to be disappointed. Trust me. Not at all. Uh, We do have to... Really quick, there was oh. almost an injury. Killarney faints at that challenge that we spoke on. It was like a quick faint. Like, I knew she nothing was going to happen. Before. Has she fainted before this season? No, no, no. She fainted even before the challenge starts. Well, yes, before the challenge, yes. But it was oh. just like, there's not much to speak mm. on it. it. It's just like, she just needed water, and then she stood right back up, and she was ready to go. And which is Which is kind of odd in the sense that uh, they have water. We all have water available to us. So you have water available to you. Well, she now, said she hasn't been drinking that much. So here's some behind the scenes. This ain't like your bottled water that you get at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't hand you Dasani water right there. No. Now, here's the thing. It is water. It is drinkable. But it's like, man, where is this water from? Where y'all get this water from? <laughs> so that may be a reason why she hasn't been drinking the water. So at the end of the day, guess what? You you got to drink the water to stay hydrated. But she only passed out for like a second from when it started, like we saw. And then she was ready to compete in the challenge. But it is a thing about getting dehydrated and everything else. But some people having to drink something that doesn't taste like the Sante water can be kind of challenging as you go through the game. But we're in almost day 18. So I'm not sure what's going on on that try. So let's get back to the Yontau tribe now. Right after their their road trip to the Survivor store, people are worried about Dante. This is what I wrote down. People are worried about Dante, but no one's making the move. We keep hearing it all season. Dante is a player. we got to get Dante out. Meryl and Marion are now thinking about flipping on Dante. But now we see Pelissa work with Dante. She's kind of working with Dante and Philip and Dino, but... no one is making that move, Abraham. No one is making the move to get Dante out. What is holding them from doing that? To me, Dante is playing really aggressive. You know, he's really boisterous. He's really aggressive. We got we to gotta vote this person out. We got to vote that person out. And to some level, that's a good way, a good strategy to play. But also, you got to know when to dial it back. 
Mm-hmm. So I think Dante will only continue to move forward in the game if he can dial back what we're seeing out of how he approaches the game and the people in the game. I now, don't think he can, though. Yeah, sometimes. Hey, look, you are your worst enemy. <laughs> so you don't Great need to get somebody that. else. <laughs> so if he can't figure out that balance, I don't. Well, now Pelissa is gone. So we're going to talk about that, too. So, Dante, what are you going to do? You you got to have you got to look like somebody else is leading until you get your opportunity to do your strike. So we're going to wait and see how. But to me, I put in my notes, Dante playing way too hard. And he's been playing hard from the get go. Like he he's kind of been that leader on Masu and then went over to Yontau and continued to be the leader over there. And we're going to get to it later. But I think the key to it is going to be those three girls, the the full package. I think that's going to be oh. the key to getting them out. They got a. They they actually got. We didn't. I don't know if you caught this, but they actually got a name for their group, uh, the Fallout. Oh, they're not called the the full package no. anymore. I'm sorry. That that was what's their name? I wrote it here. They called themselves a name, and I was like, oh, that's ingenious. Are we talking about the three girls though, or like a different group? Oh, here's the, the full package. Yeah. No, the girls they call themselves the full package, and I was like. I remember hearing it, but I didn't realize it was almost a calling card to only the people that know each other in that particular uh, alliance, the full package, well, which the is full, ingenious. The full package, because you have you have Marion, who is uh, strategic, you have Meryl, who's social, and then you have Steffi, who is physical. But it, it, there's questions I have arising about Steffi. We can go ahead and talk about this. I don't know where she lies because this is jumping way ahead. So apologies. And I usually don't like to jump ahead, but it's fresh on my mind. So Marion ends up using her diplomatic immunity and moves on to the other tribe. And when she went over there, Steffi's like, I don't want her ruining my game. And I don't, she didn't like that Marion was there. So I'm like, I thought you guys weren't in a, were in an alliance here. And you said this, Abraham, when we talked about him last time, when I'm like, I think this, trio can go all the way to the end and you're like now hold up randy you think you think three girls are going to work together the entire game here's a here's a whole concept of survivor and i think we kind of alluded to this in the past where everybody has gotten this thing about having a resume you have to show where you made moves in the game as long as they're on different tribes you can make your moves because now you're not endangering their game it's just your game now, with the diplomatic community being played, you got one of your 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 your, your group over now. You're like, oh, she's gonna mess up my game. Now I can't work on my resume yeah. without impacting somebody that's in my alliance. So I think that's where Stephanie kind of stands right now. I think once they do the merge, she's gonna have to figure out how the balance comes in at. And that's I think where Stephanie is gonna actually excel because during the challenges, which we're gonna see her in one, she's gonna excel in the challenges and become part of the actual alliance but she's also going to become a big threat so it's going to be interesting to see how she plays her game once she's settled into it well let's jump back now to uh, marion is not there for all of you listening in chronological order uh so going to that messu tribe pinty is now getting into it with steffi over the food it looks like <laughs> which we know everybody can get hangry. I mean, this is just the Pinty. Oh, I'm so mad we didn't talk, speak with Pinty because she's been in it with Tanya, Shona, uh, Teresa a little bit, not as much. 
And I mean, she, really everybody. And now she's getting into it with Steffi to the point. Steffi's like, okay, we got to get Pinty out. So first of all, I can say what you see in those 45 minutes is not a reflection of the individuals that play the game of Survivor once they're off the show and they can actually communicate with each other. But let's flip it to TV. This is great TV. <laughs> this is great TV. Because I'm like, is Stephanie going to go over there and choke her out? <laughs> Stephanie is stature-wise is, is taller and bigger than Pinty. And we, we want to see that conflict on a game. We don't want to see a bunch of people just getting along. And we know Pinty is fiery. We saw it on her all the seasons up here. We're on episode number nine. And Pinty is just as fiery. And I like that. And she's like, hey, don't tell me. Now, we already know she always hungry all the time, too, now. So Steffi's saying, hey, look, I'm in charge over here. You're gonna, you, you coming to do it my way. So it's interesting to see that dynamics. But for TV purposes, hey, great episode. I was like, fight. <laughs> I, I, I will say that too. Pinty is like the only person that's getting a lot of hate for this season with she was the one who kind of injured Shona or in getting into it with Tanya and all that. Let I, I put it out there last week with San, uh, Santony when I was talking with her. Don't don't spread hate. The survivor community is a wonderful thing. Don't these are, you know, you haven't even met Pine T in real life. You haven't heard her side of things. Accidents happen. I can tell you from speaking, Abraham and I have had the pleasure to speaking with these castaways. Pinty's not a bad person. No one has anything bad to say about Pinty, not even Shona or Tanya. So ease up on ease on up on a uh, Pinty a little bit, if I can get my words out. Yeah, I mean, ease up on Pinty. You're you're playing a game of Survivor. Listen, and, and that's what it is. And we as players have put the people that play with us in our families and we see each other and we do stuff that you don't see that doesn't show up on social media, doesn't show up on any cameras because we're back to our own lives. Um, it's great television, but that's just what it is. At the end of the day, it's still great television. But at the end of the day, these are people that go back to their respective lives. And we always say that, hey, look. I saw a lot of stuff on social media leading up to our season when our season was going on. I was like, wait a minute. I just talked to somebody just last week. They're nothing like what you think they are. Or if I'm out at an event for Survivor and somebody meets me, they'd be like, oh, Abraham, you're nothing. No, I'm I'm a different. I'm not a different person. But here's who I am not playing a game. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing is, too. Like before anyone listening or watching brings up, well, these are they're being themselves and we're seeing themselves. Just remember, yes, being hungry and stuff brings out your true self. It can, but just think about you haven't ate for three or four days. You haven't had a great meal in three to four days. You're not getting much sleep. Then then let me know how, how pleasant you're going to be around everybody. <laughs> you, you, you think they would run in there and, and grabbing chicken with their own hand, eat cake out their hand, they wouldn't hungry. <laughs> they mad and hungry. Well, Messu is getting ready to go to Tribal, and the big talking point is, is it going to be Pinty wants to go Steffi? Teresa's like, no, I don't want to get Steffi out. I, she wants to get Killarney out. And then Pinty is the other name being thrown out. And we have this kind of group of four, Tajan, Tony, Felix, and Teresa. And may I remind you that Yontau went into this new Messu tribe with the numbers. You had Killarney, Felix, Pinty, Teresa against Steffi, Tony, and Tejon. So, like, they had the numbers. 
And Felix and Teresa put all their trust into Tony and uh, Tajan. Tony and Tajan, they don't go with them. And Pinty is furious, right? So the vote's going Pinty. She's looking around. She's looking at Felix. She's like, did you, did you turn on me? And Whoa. Felix is like, no, I didn't. Do you have something, Abraham? Wait, wait Randy. Let's not miss the, this. This is a key point in this episode. Go ahead. Tajan was on the outs. His edit, we didn't even know he was playing for the first five episodes. We knew he was on <laughs> the game as a survivor. Yep. It was like, but now he's in a power position. He is, he, yes. Thank you. He, he shared his information on his idol with Tony, which eh, I wouldn't <laughs> have. Well, yep, no. He shares information with his thing about his idol. Tony shares information with somebody else, of course. That's how you do it. And Tajan is in a position of power to say, okay. Who are we going to vote out? Who, who are we feeling that? And here's the thing about it is, this is how quick the game of Survivor can change. Three episodes ago, he, three episodes ago, guess what? He was on the chopping block. Yeah. He wasn't, he was, his name was out there, but he wasn't the focal point. But we didn't even know he could even have a conversation about strategy because <laughs> we never saw anything. The edit didn't show him. Now, everybody's saying, okay, who's running the tribe? Tayshin's running that tribe. Uh, Tony is, is with he? him. Look. I think, I think I think Stephanie's running the trial. No. Nah. Stephanie was on for the ride. This episode nine, Stephanie's on for the ride. Well, Tajan is in the, the power position. Does he go? Because Tony is sticking. She's lying to Felix and Teresa. She is sticking with Steffi and Killarney. Killarney, yeah. you dirty snake. No, Killarney flipped on them, drop of a dime. Hey, um, say, I'm trying to survive. I don't care what y'all say. Well, so Tony's going with Steffi and Killarney to vote out. Uh, Pinty, but Tajan, like you said, he's kind of stuck in the middle. He's like, I don't know if I want to lie to Felix because the original plan was Felix and Teresa were going to work with Tony and Tajan, and they were going to sacrifice one of their own to prove their face. So they were going to sacrifice Killarney, and it doesn't happen like that. Tajan goes with Tony. I don't know why he wants to work with Tony, but he is. And he's even he has even said he doesn't want to work with her. It just kind of, you know, the pegs fell that way. Um, but Pinty is, up, <laughs> is shocked. She's looking around at everybody. She's looking at Felix. Did you turn? Felix is like, not me. And she is she is not happy when she gets blindsided here. And it was it was classic. It was a classic blindside. I, I think if she could have she could have moved him aside and have a little chit chat with a couple of people, she probably would have. Because you get hit with a blind side, and she wasn't even the focal point of the vote that night. And it just it turns on a dime. The game of Survivor is fast-paced and turns on a dime. And it turned on her dime that night. And now we see Pinty is voted out. Uh, now, would, you would you love to see Pinty play again, though? Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to. <laughs> Here's the thing about it is, it's, you want to see characters that make you want to root for them and root against them. Nothing personal. But I want to. I don't want to see a boring cast of people where everybody's everybody gets along and nobody's saying it. Nah, Pinty, slap that, slap that hand, slap that food at the hand. <laughs> well, we get on to episode ten, and Felix and Teresa notice they made a mistake trusting Tony and Tajan. But this episode, they go right back to trusting them. And we're going to get to that a little later on, but like after the after they turn on you, how can you go right back to trusting them again? Because they flat out lied to you. Killarney is still in the game. Here, here's the thing about Survivor: you you can't hold a grudge for that long. 
you only got like a day, day and a half. You gotta, <laughs> you, you basically got to pick your poison. You know, do you trust the devil you know, or are you trying to find you a new devil, I guess? But here's the thing about it is, Felix, to me, understands the game better than anybody. Yeah, he's yes. playing a smart he, game, yeah. He's going to want to strike out and get revenge, but he understands he has to wait. He has to trust these people here because now we're still on separate tribes. So you're really not in a position to inflict any damage because you can't get the vote. You're just trying to make sure you're not the one voting out. And we're going to see Felix kind of play that hand for episode 10. I don't want to be the one to vote out, but at the same time, I understand that when the opportunity presents itself, I will be paying back Tejan, Tony, Kalarni, all the ones that stacked up to get me, to get somebody that was in my alliance out, I'm going to get them when we get to the merge. And that's that's how the game of survival works. Well, Tejan, we also start off, uh, Tony wakes up, actually pokes Tejan. She stays on lookout while Tejan goes and finds the idol. He does find it. and then Thank goodness. This plan, this shocked me. This surprised me. I thought he was going to just switch it with Dante, and he doesn't. He chooses, he talks with Tony, and they decide to pass it on to Dino to try to build some faith with Dino. This was an interesting move, Abraham. I think it was really smart. I mean, everyone, like I said, I would have just assumed that it would have been going to Dante, and, and that's not the case. And to the point that Tejan hands Tony the idol because they're thinking it's going to look weird if Tejan goes over and starts hugging everybody, but it won't look weird if Tony does, which it ends up still looking weird. Um, what they say it was Tejan would hug. He, he's not a huggy, huggy, huggy. Type. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> he's a, he's, not, he's, he's, he's not, not a hugger. It would have looked weird. So, uh, what do you think about this plan to give it to Dino just to build some good faith and make an alliance on the other side? Well, here's the thing: you couldn't use the idol for your tribe. So you got to give it to somebody and you know a merge is coming. So you want to give it to somebody you think that you can trust to be on your side. Now, said execution of the, the swap, trash. Oh, we can go ahead and we can go ahead and talk about that swap too if you want to. Well, back up now. Dante never gives his idol to anybody. No, that, that confused me. How did it how did it expire? Because I'm pretty sure. He knew it. He knew it had to go to somebody else, and it only could be used up until the last. I think they said the last number of people. So, because when he used it for, hey, it's nothing but a paperweight now. That means that he had an idol that he could have saved somebody or helped somebody on the other side, and he never gave it up. Where Tejan, he was there where he's starting to leave. He said, "No, we're going to give it to Dante. I'm sorry, to Dino. Dino. And by giving it to Dino, we create some type of relationship and favor with him by saving him." where Dante never gives it to anybody. So, because you know what? Tayshawn is going to eventually tell everybody that Dante had the same situation. You think? And because Dante they, told Tayshawn he didn't find the idol. So as far as Tayshawn no, knows. When they merged. Oh, we're going to get to this. When they had the dual tribal council, everybody knows who had what. Mm, yeah. So I think it's going to come back in episode uh, uh, 13 where they talk about, hey, why didn't you give it to anybody? So that's going to be kind of interesting to see how that plays out. But episode 10, I wrote down Shane because Shane, to me, is a new Juicy Day. That's, his, <laughs> that's, that's where we were going next. The Godfather Shane. He starts working God. on Phil and Dino. The Godfather I, I Okay, first off, the Godfather is another term that is used way too much in Survivor. Not everyone can be a godfather and not every female can be a queen that we use those 
terms no. all the time. But what I'm saying is I kind of feel bad for Shane because he's not bullshitting. He's not lying. He's like, I do want to work with you guys. And Phil and Dino think he's lying out the wazoo when he's not. Like, we can see he wants to flip on Dante and them. And he's presenting this, hey, why don't we work together? And they're just like, nah, you're still working with them. He's lying. We don't believe anything he says. You know what? And and here's the thing about Survivor, man. You, you always try to put the rap on somebody else. So, and Shane is not a part of their group. So you're trying to say, hey, Dante, we're trying to vote Dante out. He's a good he's a good person to vote out. And I want to basically be aligned with y'all when y'all vote him out. But I don't want anybody to see me do it. Where Phil and Dino have a relationship. If you're not sharing with somebody that you have an idol or you have an advantage, guess what? They're not on the team with you. They're not in they're not in your in your actual group. So at the end of the day, you're listening, but you're not gonna plan anything behind it. If anything, they're gonna plan to get you out. <laughs> so well, so, I just I think this is like poor gameplay from Phil and Dino because their their reasoning is they already have someone. I'm trying to put myself in their shoes. They can't see what we're seeing as couch survivor players. Yeah. But they think they have Pelissa, and Pelissa is like Dante's number one now, where I don't know why she decided to do that. She just became his number one and she's not playing both sides. Like they think it's Shane who's trying to play both sides and they won't let him. First of all, it can't be Pelissa because she stood up to her word and she voted like they said. So the vote is a true equalizer. Yeah. I can't trust you until you vote. And she voted the way they said they wanted to vote. And it was Phil that messed that vote up. So she currently is in good standing on both sides. Dante, Dino, and Phil. Actually, Shane just on the outs. That's, that's I mean, it happens. It, it turns, like I said, it turns on a dime. But at this particular moment, Shane's on the out. Nobody wants to believe him. And it could be a matter of you're talking to too many people and just kind of ease back and figure out what direction you want to be in. Sometimes it's best to say, you know what? I'm not going to control the vote. I'll be a part of the vote. Why do, you say, does. why do you say he's the new Juicy Dave, though? Just because he's on the outs? We was going to vote him out, number one. We both, all you viewers on YouTube, me and him bracket stack. <laughs> and let's go back to it. We had Shane first out. That was one of the ones we have both agreed on that he'll be the very first vote out. And I think I said Killarney was, was. going to be. I, I think I said Killarney was going to be first out too. I had two first. Oh, Randy, for Randy, that's trying to tell y'all something different. Let me see if I get it on there. No, it's there on there. First vote. So no, we did this before the show started, and we've all said, "No, nah, Shane probably will be the very first vote." Yeah. And Shane was almost the very first vote where Juicy Day almost self destructed and got voted out. And we end up seeing Juicy Dave go deep into the game. That's how I guess I got, we got the Juicy Dave tag. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Might might be Shane now. Uh, let's get to the immunity Look. challenge now, which was a wrecking ball. You still liking the challenges <laughs> this season? I, I like them more than U.S. Survivor, but I don't think I like them more than Survivor Australia. Let me tell you something. I don't know what they made that rope out of. Um, I just like a challenge that's, that's truly a challenge, you know, they got the rope. You got to chop through the rope. No, it wasn't the easiest rope in the world. To, to Felix has used an axe or a machete before. Felix yeah. went right Felix. through that thing. They said he's an accountant, but he's doing some outside work. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he, he reminds me of Nasir. He's doing some outside work as well. And here's the thing about it is, it's a team. You got to work as a team in order to win this challenge. So we see where Dante and Tejon, they're, they're, they're chopping through the rope. We see where Felix is just obliterating the rope. We see Shane there. He take he's on the rope. But now, once you get to that ball, you got to drag it over. 
the obstacles, then you got to set it up and now you got to push it. And, it, and hey, if you want to see Steffi in action, go to episode number two. Watch this challenge and watch Steffi out there pushing that wrecking ball. Well, at and, one point she took over. She she was like yelling at them. She's like, what are we doing? And she took over what Dante was doing on the other tribe, which was like holding the rope, legs pressed up and everything. I was like, Steffi is a machine. She should have. Their tribe should have won that challenge. But you got a you got a wrecking ball. When we say wrecking ball people, it is a big ball being swung back by momentum of being pushed. And then the remaining of your team has to let it go at just the right time. Yeah, timing to shatter. They had a chance because the other tribe missed. And if they'd have got it on that one, they would have won. No tribal council. Who knows how close it actually was? Because we know editing comes into play here and there. But I will say this is the same. Uh, well, first, they're playing for a reward, pizza and beer or soft drinks, if you prefer not to do the beer, <laughs> which I've heard nothing good about Survivor Pizza. I've heard Survivor Pizza is like the worst pizza you'll, you'll ever eat. First of all, there is no worse food when you're hungry. <laughs> that's fair. That's <laughs> fair. <laughs> who, who, okay, look, they just said pizza. Pizza has bread, sauce, meat. You like, I don't I think it, I think it was R- Ricard. I think Ricard said that it was the worst all, pizza he's ever. I think they only got pizza at the end. Yeah, I yeah. Remember. Yeah, that was. Uh, you got to think about it, we're in a pandemic. Yeah, you, yeah, you get you get what you get. Uh, I'm trying and, to think. Did we eat pizza at Ponderosa? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. What was the first thing? Ate... What was the first thing you had at Ponderosa? Uh, okay, so I'm trying to say this. So what happens is they 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 brought us a, like a little snack pack. Yeah. So, and I think I was eating some, firstly, I was combining stuff that shouldn't have been combined. <laughs> so, so you, you snacking on, I think I had some pretzels. I think I was eating pretzels and you're just not really tasting. You're just eating. So I think I'm eating some pretzels and then I get back and, oh, we do get the menu. We get the menu on the way back and they radio back and they have the food already set up for us when we got there. So I think I had burgers. I love ginger Ooh. beer. So if you're out there and y'all think about ginger beer and you're over there, give me some ginger beer. Um, I think ginger beer, burgers, and fries. And I your, had your stomach I, was upset, wasn't it? I had a drink. <laughs> 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 and let's, let's just let's just say alcohol hits a whole lot differently <laughs> <laughs> when you hadn't drunk in a in a while. It's a it has a whole different type of hit to it. And um, yeah, but the the sleeping was uncomfortable. I, I couldn't get comfortable in a bed. So it was a bed in the AC was more uncomfortable than sleeping outside at that time. So I was kind of uncomfortable in all that. And then I'm kind of toasty. Was um, there like, was there a time you guys like had to be in the room or can you just walk around freely and do whatever you want? Okay. So we had a tack of the killer coconuts. Oh. <laughs> Anybody on my season or a dust survivor understands what I'm saying. Coconuts can actually fall out trees and key. So, so you're inside at a certain time, yeah. So you you're not really trying to walk around outside. And here's the thing about it: it's pitch black. Yeah. Well, no, no, I take it back. They got the lights of the bungalows and stuff like that. But you really, you kind of went to bed when the sun went down. Yeah. <laughs> well, you had to be tired, I imagine. This is also the the same uh, immunity challenge where Marion is on the sit out bench, and she's like literally oh. all over. She's like underneath and everything. Nothing there. Yanta wins immunity here. 
And then Tony does this like weird, like they're about to walk off. She's like, hey, can we at least say goodbye to them? And he's like, yeah, go ahead. And everybody, everybody saw this transition. This is what you were talking about when she hands Dino and even Dino laughs about it. And Dino's like, I'm pretty sure everyone knows I have an idol or something because everyone saw it. Here's here's what here's here's the saving grace. They didn't see the idol per se, but they knew something happened. Here, here's here's a prime example. Sending the worst person to do the worst thing for you. I think Tony she might should, have been the she worst. She shouldn't person. have went to Dino first. That's how for future Survivor no. players, go hug everybody else like you're hugging everyone, and then when you get to Dino, then you hand it to him. She went straight to Dino and was like, "Here, Dino." And then everyone else, she didn't really hug as much. She kind of just tapped everyone else, but she like full on embraced Dino. Yeah, I mean execution. We probably want to work on execution, but you got you got it done. You get the idol over to him. And now Dino is back in the driver's seat. He's, he's, like, got, he's surviving. I, like I do like yeah. Dino. And and like he's going to be a blast to, to have on the show one day. Hopefully it's not till the very end. You know, yeah, maybe it's I mean, one of the final two. Dino is scrambling. He played a winner pick. And here's the funny part about it is everybody says the same thing about Dino. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. I was like, is he a nice guy? Because he is kicking y'all butt right now. <laughs> he but, seems kind of nice. The only thing, not, hey, look, nice guy. The only <laughs> thing I'll him. I'll say about the uh, Yantau tribe here is Merrill and Marianne don't think Dino is a good player. They said they don't think he's really that good. He's clumsy, is the words they use. Yeah, there's a sense of oversharing sometimes of information. But here's the thing about it: is that could be Dino's strategy. Yeah, Dino uh, could be coming off. Be a bad be you and I have never been a fan of oversharing on the game of Survivor. No, I quit telling people everything. Here's <laughs> the thing about it is Dino may come off as a klutz, but look at the moves Dino have made up until this point. Dino has a nice little resume going. Is Dino so, playing a better game than Phil? Yeah, Phil to me just seems like he's uh, all over the place. I don't yeah, know. Like, I think you're a little as, harsh on Phil. Phil how, might be the new many, Shay. You are harsh many, on Shay. First of all, Phil is not Shay. Uh, Shay, if you still if you're out there listening to us, Randy said that, not me. Um, <laughs> no, I'm saying because you were harsh on Shay when we were covering Australia. Because Shay was a Shay came out as a beast, so I was like, yeah, this is great. Uh, here's the thing: Phil to me has he hasn't found an idol, he hasn't played an idol, he hasn't been a target. He just kind of sitting to me almost in a shallow uh, Dino. And you got to remember, Dino got hurt early on in the season. Yeah. So we didn't really see Dino much because he couldn't play for a couple of get, for a couple of episodes due to the fire, uh, falling in the fire. I think Dino is playing a game that works for Dino. Because nobody is wanted. They, they're targeting Dino, but Dante is the one that's putting the target on Dino's back. He's a great puzzle. He's great at the puzzles. He can do all this and all that. Nobody ever says anything about Phil. They'd be like, Phil who? <laughs> I care about Phil right now. Phil, right now, for right now, Phil is just Phil. Let's get to the uh, Messu tribe as they prepare to head back. This was like the end of Yontel's losing streak here. Uh, so Teresa and Felix are trusting Tony and Tajan again. Why I don't understand, but they Tony and Tajan were like, "We're sorry, we were never going to write your names down, but we needed Pinty out." And they're like, "Okay, whatever." But there's a point. Tony is now lying to them again. And the vote is going, it's going to be a split vote. Teresa and Felix. 
So Tony is not playing with them at all. When they should have listened, Dante's been telling everyone, don't trust Tony. And uh, But Tajan doesn't know if he wants to go along with this plan. Tajan's like, I kind of just want to work with them, and I think he'd rather see Killarney go, if I remember. Because Tajan's like, I don't want to see a GOAT go all the way to the end. I want to be here with people who want to play. You know, we don't want Killarney taking up a spot. And so he mentions to Tereso, hey, they're splitting the votes tonight, and I'm 50-50 on what way. And this is when Tereso contemplates throwing a vote on Felix to ensure her safety. Now, she spoiler alert, she goes home. But in that moment, Abraham, is this a real thought that she should be having in that moment because she knows they're splitting the votes? So here's the thing about it is, we don't always, you, you for a certain level, you can separate who you really are in real life from the game. And then there's something, some things you can't separate. And to me, she's just a very nice person. Mm-hmm. And they have, we got return of the outcast. So I don't know if they knew each other. Were they on the same tribe? Hold on a second. Were they on the same? Same Felix season. I'm not Same sure. season. So Felix was on Island of Secrets. And Theresa was on Immunity Island. So they weren't on the same season. But, but they probably know each other outside the yeah. game. And you, when when we don't see you on the camera because you're there 24-7, they're talking. So you build a certain level of trust with I- individuals. And she doesn't want to do it, but that's the best thing for a game. Because she's like, if I throw this vote on him, he goes. If I don't throw this vote, I go. So she kind of knew what it was kind of going to be if she didn't do it. But she also knows, hey, I like this guy, Felix. And also, you know something, if you're on a chopping block, you always pick your successor. You'd be like, <laughs> hey, look. If they get me, I, hey, if you got it, I don't want them to get you. Mm-hmm. So, and it may be a fact that you, hey, I just got to vote the way I got to vote. That, was that Voce for you? Was Voce your successor? Now you're trying to start shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to let you <laughs> Voce, man, what's up? No comment. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, they, no, I'm, I'm messing with you, man. They, look, they made the ultimate survivor mistakes. Um, yeah. Yep. And I'm like, and that's how come me and Boche was together three days later. Abraham, like, Abraham's like, we're just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> that's why. That's why. That's why we were together three to get three days later. We were together as partners hey, in crime. I remember you said, "Hey, um, Boch, how'd that work out for you? <laughs> hey, how did it work out for you, guy? How did, I did. I said, hey, how did that work out? Not, not. So it's kind of interesting. So when you get off the boat, I didn't, I didn't get him then. Yeah, you know, like that next day or the day after. <laughs> I was like, I should go. Throw him in the water and let him take some of that salt water with yeah. him. Um, you're in your mind. You're always playing the game. So even when I see him, I'll be like, "Man, come on, man, where'd y'all get that strategy from?" Now yeah. Xander is funny. I gotta hit Xander up. Xander is funny because Xander was like, he saw the writing on the wall. So Xander should have been voted out of the game of Survivor, right along behind me, vote, and it should have been Xander. Yeah, the only but they didn't. Wasn't, no, what happened was Green started messing up. The Green Tribe with Chantel and Brad, they started messing up. So we're going to jump on this and jump off. So Xander had a bunch of stuff he couldn't use. So he had an immunity out of everything else, but they had to wait to that saying that they brought into the season had to be done. And they hadn't said it yet. So had they lost that next challenge, Xander was the next guy to be voted out. Classic Survivor. The females vote out all the males. Who didn't see that coming? <laughs> so. No, I feel so that. that. We're going to jump back off of that. We're going to go back to where we're at. Oh, so, what a what a good season. Oh, but anyway. So. 
That's what, look, that's what I'm trying to be on the return of the outcast. See, this is why I love doing the show with you because we always say this isn't an interview, it's a discussion. And we go all over yeah. the place and we just love Survivor. Um, but Tajan is okay. the deciding vote here and he does go with the group and Teresa goes home. Did it surprise you in the moment? Because it shocked me. It did. I thought it would have been a great move. I understand the whole, you know, it, it, you would be blowing up. She would have been blowing up like her closest allies game by putting it and saving hers in the process. But I was kind of shocked that she didn't make that. Cause that would have been a huge move in the game. So here, here's the thing. This thing got to keep in mind, man. Um, Nico actually was a part of this conversation when he was taught when Tasia, when, when she was, Theresa was talking and she was kind of talking a little defeatish and Nico jumped in. It was like, no, you never know. Got to play the game until the end. Um, it, it's a hard game. It gets to the point where it's a hard game emotionally, physically, and sometimes you're tired. I'm not saying that's the reason why she got voted out. She's, it was the way the vote fell this time right here. But you see the interactions between Nico. You see the interaction between the tribe doing the vote. And don't forget now, Felix was basically like, I don't care who gets voted out as long as it's not me. <laughs> so we're always playing the game of Survivor. So hate to see her leave because I think she was really starting to get into her strategy. But she was really appreciative in her in her interview of, about playing the game and going as far as she did and having a good time and being even selected to come back and play. For for episode 11 and 12. So how I watch it is I watch all four episodes without taking notes and then I go back and watch them again and take the notes. So but because we didn't do any interviews today, we started early. So I didn't finish my notes for 11 and 12. So Abraham has my back here with the notes. But these might be, they probably won't be in exact order. We're just going to hit some of the key elements. And these two episodes do flow together because Abraham, every week we get at least one episode where someone doesn't go home. And that was episode 11 here. So Felix comes back and he is down and out. He is down in the dumps. And because he's been played now by Tony and Tajan twice. But you told me this earlier that you think Felix has a great understanding of the game. And I agree because he looks at it. I'm going to get my revenge. I'm going to get it. But I have to sit back. I am not in a position right now to get revenge. And if I go after them, I'm just going to be the next one voted out. So this is showing you. And Felix is also interesting because he has, I can't remember what they called each other, but he has the alliance with Dino and Phil. But now he's at this weird spot in the game where they merge at the end of episode 12 and Felix has that alliance that he can go with, or he's got another alliance with Tony, Tajan and Steffi and just sticking with them. So Felix even says at this point, I'm in the middle. I'm going to have to betray somebody. I'm going to have to turn on somebody. And, and I don't think we fully get that decision because of the wild tribal, but that's where he's at in the game right now. He's going to have to choose who does he want to work with moving forward. So here, here's the thing with Felix. Felix is in the best position. One, you know there's one more vote before the merge happens. Two, when we get to the challenge, you'll see where Dante and Felix are having an in-depth discussion because they both, they both basically get out of the challenge early. And let's go back to relationships. They both were on the same season. Yeah, I keep forgetting that. Like they yeah. have a history. So they were on the island of secrets together. So they have a history together. Also, Dante is telling everything on everybody. <laughs> and Felix is telling everything on everybody. Now, let's circle back to that relationship. 
they have a relationship to playing together. So they want to play together. So now you pull into the extra players that want to play with them. All you need is five good players. I'm going to say four and a possible to control the vote. If you get four people to vote, once you get to the merge together, you can either split a vote or vote somebody out. So Dante may stay alive with Felix right there with him. And Felix knows that if he stays patient and he's not and they don't lose the challenge, guess what? Not on the chopping block. Don't have to worry about it. And we're going to see where Dante, I mean, Felix not on chopping block. So I think right now he's playing the best game he can after you see the first, you see Pinty voted out, you see Theresa voted out. You know the next person voted is going to be you if you don't make it to merge. So there's no reason to being up in arms because a lot of people you see in the game of Survivor comes back and they are livid about being voted out or blindsided or you blindsided one of their players. This is one of these times you say, okay, well, look, y'all, I'm already with y'all. I don't want to be voted out. And you just kind of ease back for a little while and see how the next challenge goes because the challenge determines who votes. If you lose, you vote. Well, Tony and Tayshan goes right back to Felix and speak with him again saying, hey, we were never going to write your name down. We want to work with you. At this point, Abraham, if I'm Felix, I'm saying eat me. Yeah, kick rocks and open toe shoes. (laughs) Yeah, like, no, no, I am not working with you at this point. Uh, We get to the immunity challenge, which was this hold, hold this ball over your head. And I love that they do this because Survivor US has gone away from this just because Jeff doesn't want to sit there for hours and hours. And I I get that. It's got to suck, but this was a challenge. They stood there for a couple of hours and, and let it all play out. It had a twist. So you had, they were playing in tribes and, and the tribe that lasted the longest won immunity, but both tribes were going to go to tribal council. And the, the last two people or the last person remaining from each tribe were going to go to the outpost. So outpost. Phil, uh, Mesu wins immunity. Phil lasted as long as he could, but you just saw he wasn't going to last as long as the other women. He dropped, so Phil's going to outpost. And then it's Steffi, Tony, Tony. and who's the other one? Steffi, Tony, and there's a third person. I don't think it was Marianne. Can't, it no, might have been Marianne. Marianne. No, Marianne went early. Steffi, Tony, Meryl? and No, Meryl went early too. I think it was a guy. Tajan. Was it? Yeah. Ta- it Tajan, yeah. Yeah, it was so, Tajan. and Steffi jumped down because Tony's the, or, yeah, Tony's the only one who hasn't been the outpost. So they hop off. So it's going to be Tony and, um, sorry, Phil going to outpost here. And we can go Phil, ahead. Phil and Tony going. Hold oh, on. and here, also, here. and also, go ahead, Abraham. Here, here's where we see where Stephanie questions her move on that too as well. She comes back in question. She knew she could have beat everybody, but she sacrificed her game so Tony could go to the outpost. And they asked that Dino sacrifice his game so Phil could go to the outpost. And that was that's that's a lot of trust because it was like, we know Phil doesn't have anything to protect him in this upcoming tribal vote. Because you already know who's going to tribal. So we let Phil go to tribal go to the outpost, which was one of the rewards. And we let Tony go. I don't know why, because she hadn't gone. That didn't make sense to me. Uh, Tajan already went. Stephanie already went. But I'm like, at the end of the day, these things that you get in these different little things are power in the game. So they, in essence, gave up that power. So they basically could protect each other doing going down the road. But we're going to see how all that works out. 
So something else happened at this, this immunity challenge. And that was, I think Abraham touched on it a little bit earlier. Um, when we got ahead of it, I got ahead of it. And that's Marion uses her diplomatic immunity here to switch tribes because she knows the merge is on its way. She knows it's bound to happen any day. She doesn't want to go to tribal. So her tribe loses and she's like, I, I'm out. And she heads on over to Mesu. Uh, this is Whoa. this creates a unique dynamic because both tribes are voting. And like we said earlier, she goes over there and Steffi wants nothing to do with Marion at that time. She's like, Marion's going to blow up my game and I don't want that. Now, we also here's, here's the thing. And we I, I dubbed episode 11 and 12. Who doesn't have anything? Because we got so many idols, so many other twists and turns. We got the diplomatic idol. We got tribal uh, council Dito pass. has an idol. We got the tribal council pass. So you got four or five people with something. We also got Tony, and we also got Philip going to the outpost. So everybody is thinking that they have something. They're going to have to come back. And now we're saying, okay, who is available to vote on to get out that it couldn't backfire? Now I will say this is a genius because you take a lot of the players off of the playing field. You're taking Dino out because Dino has something. You know he got something. You're taking Tony out because she went to Outpost. You're taking Dino out. I'm sorry, you're taking Phil out because he went to Outpost and everybody's found something. So you also got Dino, who they know has something because Tony passed him something. And he does have an out. He has a real out. <laughs> yeah. So you got Meryl. She has something. You, you got, I mean, everybody has something. So you're like, okay, well, who's left over that wouldn't, wouldn't blow up my game, but we could kind of vote out and not have a problem with. That's what we're looking at for episode 11 going into 12. And we're starting to see people target people. So we see Meryl talking Polissi. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be some fire because. <laughs> well, those are like the two on the chopping block. It's those two right there. She can't be on the chopping block. She got something. So Meryl well, has That's something. what I was confused about. She's like, everyone's got something, which just leaves Polissa and I. And I'm like, if I was you, I would just use, and we're going to get to that, but I do want to mm. backtrack a little bit to the outpost. Talk about what was at the outpost. So there's an opportunity for Phil and Tony. They have to vote and decide on one person that they think is going to go home with both tribes voting. And if they get that right, they get a super idol. Base. It's not a super idol. It's a regular idol, but they get two halves of an idol. It's been split down the middle. And they go with Shane, which I thought at the time was a good estimate. They kind of, <laughs> yeah, they were kind of talking. Tony's like, this is how my tribe feels. Phil's like, this is how we feel. And so it was looking like it, it was really looking like it could be Shane. Now we're going into episode 12. Episode 12, you pointed this out to me, was titled, guess what? Like, what did you say? Guess what? You're my yeah, number one. Guess what? You're my number one. And let's not forget another twist. Shane finds an idol. He yes. finds a diplomatic immunity idol, but and he not. shares it with Meryl. That, and you know what? I kind of didn't like that. I didn't like that because it but, it looks on TV that you find these idols in five minutes, but it actually it's hours or days before you it find is, an idol. It, it is seeming like they finally. Well, I don't know. So far, to me, it just seems more like they're being given idols. They and they and it looks that way, but we we see how long it takes to find an idol. But you put a diplomatic immunity idol back in play with the understanding that you can use it if it hasn't already been used. Now, 
as somebody that finds it, you don't want to know that. But we already know that it's been used already. So yeah, we but, have to remind you guys this diplomatic immunity that he found is not valid. It's just like uh, Dante's expired immunity idol. So you have these two expired idols. Like you said, Tribal Council Pass is Merrill's diplomatic uh, immunity had already been used by Marion. Who else has something? Tony and Phil. Who knows what they Tony, got from the outpost? Phil. I think that uh, Steffi's got an idol still. Stephanie has, they hadn't talked about her, but yeah, she does have something. She, she has, found it early on. Yeah, she has an idol. Dino has an idol. So there's a lot out there, which kind of brings it to the discussion going into tribal. It was starting to look like my girl Meryl was going to be the vote. Which we knew because we were hey, we on the couch. We're looking. We see everything else that they don't see. She had a way to get out of it if she, feel, if she felt like she was a target. Now, oh, balls of steel not playing. The rest of the people that had something knew they had to play by a certain time in the game. So at the end of the day, guess what? Meryl could have saved herself. And I think they showed in the edit. She was like, oh, I'm probably going to play it because I feel like something's going on. If you get a feeling, go with your feeling. Don't go against your feeling. Like, Better to go against your feeling than going home with an idol in your pocket. And we see where Meryl is targeting. She's like, well, let me put this target on somebody else's back, which is it's great games play. I think the way episode 12 ends is just a it's an homage to how tribal council has become such a live event now where before people kind of sat yeah, there. Let's voted. let's get to that tribal council, Abraham, because Nico literally just it's like you could cut the tension with a knife. No, <laughs> no. one wants to say anything. And Nico literally just goes, okay, well, no, no, somebody you... was talking. Somebody was talking. Yeah. Somebody was talking. And Nico said, how about y'all just get up and just and talk? Chaos. Is this one of the most wild live tribals you've seen? Because no. he gives them a long time. Survivor season 41. That was, like, that was, that was, I think that might have been the start of it. Uh, that was probably the most live tribal council. But this is the bigger one. Because you not only did you have one tribe, you had two tribes. And one tribe gets an opportunity to vote for somebody on the other tribe. So there's no communication with the other tribe yet. So how do you make a decision on who to vote for? So now you've given everybody an opportunity to talk to each other, past relationships, vendettas, who not to vote for, who to vote for. I think they basically turned that whole vote around at that live tribe. I think they did. Well, half of it was them deciding who to vote. And the other half of it was just people like, Felix catching up with Dino and being like, Hey, are we still good? Yeah, we're still with you. Like just kind of solidifying plans like that. And basically every, all of it got turned on to Pelissa. I can't remember why, but it all just got shifted there. Uh, So here's why. Yes. They realized that Dante had an idol. They didn't know what the idol was or what it could do, but they realized he had an idol and it's like, okay, well we can't target him. Let's target who he perceives to be his number two. Mm. Not not who Dante thinks his number two is, who we perceive his number two to be. If we can't cut your legs off, we're gonna, we're gonna cut your support structure off. Or that's right. So it's it, yeah, that's right. So it's about cutting Dante off at the knees. Oh, in layman's term, wrong place, wrong time. That's really, that's <laughs> what it is. You're in the wrong place, wrong time. That's really how she got voted out. Wrong place, wrong time. Well, when they there was more drama because once they told this to Tajan. He was not he was not about this plan whatsoever. And and they were ready to vote. I can't remember who said it, but someone looked at Nico and said, 
You know, this is after everyone's already sat down. All right, why don't we get go ahead and vote? And Nico looks over <laughs> at Tajian and says, you have someone ready. who is not ready to vote, and I want everybody to be ready. And so they oh. had a discussion here. I thought Tajian was going to th- throw it out there. I thought he was going to name her and say, I'm not voting, because he was like, it makes no sense. Why are we voting out one of our own? It makes... And then that got me questioning Tajian. I'm like, well, hold up a second. I thought you were going to work with Felix, Tony, and that whole thing. When was Pelissa one of your own? I thought we were way past that mess who's strong. Uh, let's see. They, let's see here. And here's the thing about it is, man, Survivor turns on a dime. <laughs> and you're like, what? She was in the Philippines. Was Tajian in the Philippines? No, Tajian no. is the only one from the Maldives. So they went on the same thing, but you're right. It was To me, it was a vote. I would have went with Shane. I'd have stuck with Shane as my vote. Um, but here's the thing about it is, man, when you go to a live tribal like that, I can only matter what the chaos is. But here's here's what's entertaining. Nico interjecting himself in the game of Survivor because he was like, no, nah, I run the show, basically. You don't tell me <laughs> when to let people vote. Yeah, I I'll tell, tell you when. when you can vote. And I was like, go, Nico, get him. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like you're sitting there. And again, that makes for Survivor to be just that more suspenseful because now the camera shifts to Tajan like, man, that don't make no kind of sense. Tajan probably didn't say anything. He probably just said I thought did you think he person. was did you think he was gonna throw her name out? Because I thought he literally sat there like, why are we doing this? It's stupid. It's stupid. And I thought he was gonna say, Look, Pelissa, they're voting you out. I thought that's what he was gonna say and just flip tribal council on. And I think that's why Nico continued to let it go. Because oh, yeah, Nico's yeah, like, this is a good TV moment right here. No, that's we're not ready because Tajan's pissed. Let me tell you something, man. The host of Survivor, I don't care which one, Australia, U.S., or South Africa, their job is to poke the bear. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> Sometimes you want to jump up and just hit them. Be like, come on, stop, man. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, so it's, it's one of those things where you don't agree with the direction it's going in, but you also want to play your hand as well. So you're like, okay, I'm going to vote my way and we'll see how this all turns out. And we we, we kind of see how it turns out. So um, Live Tribal, uh, another one was, uh, but now we find at the end of Tribal Council, we are now merged. We are now merged. I will, I will throw it out there. Shane played his fake idol. Uh, Dante played his fake idol. Um, but that leaves... Marianne's uh, idol well, wasn't exposed. Well, Pelissa, so Pelissa goes home. If you guys missed that, Pelissa does end up going home. Wrong place, wrong time, like Abraham said. And the stuff that's left in the game, Meryl did not play her tribal council pass, which shocked me. When she well, didn't play, I was sweating because her name was still coming up. It's good until the last six players. Yep. Same as Dino's idol is. Did Dino plays? Dino played his idol. I forgot about that. He he did play. No, no, he he played it, but but he's he got another one now. Yeah, he's got a. Did he play the second one? No, no, he he played it. And here's how he, to me how he played itself. He said, "Hey, it doesn't. It's not worth anything." So he played it and was like, mm. "Okay, you should have said, hey, look, if I need to play this, I will play it,' and left it at that." So does so, Dino still have his idol or no? Because he had one earlier. I'm not that Dino. I'm thinking about Dante. Dante yeah. played his. He's like, I would have said, "Hey, I'm just gonna sit my pouch down here." And then you have Shane that pulls it out and says, oh, it's just a rock. Shane should have did the same thing. Shane should have kept it in there and was like, hey, look, here's why, here's why oversharing to me kills you in the game of Survivor. Had he not told Marianne that this didn't have any, Marilyn, that this didn't have any power, he could have still had something that he, a bargaining chip and say, well, I got something. 
you don't really know what it really is. But once you tell somebody exactly what it is, now it's like, okay, I don't have, but okay, it could backfire because now you can become a target. So immunity idols are double-edged swords depending on who you're aligned with. So we never know. So Meryl has her tribal council pass. I believe Dino still has the idol that Tony gave him. Yes. Uh, Steffi still has hers. And I believe that's that's it in the game. That is what is in the game currently. Uh, a minor feature that I don't know if you noticed, but I did. Did you know notice the three women of the the full package getting together in front of everyone and jumping up and down, yeah. screaming, <laughs> yeah. and everybody <laughs> looks at them. And I'm thinking, okay, that's a group. We need to get them out. Like they, they're not, they're literally uh, hugging and jumping up and down screaming. If they do that in front of me, that is a group right there. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know. And here's the reason why. Go back to this whole season, return of the outcast. You made it to a part of the game that you didn't make it to in your season. And it and that's how you can kind of say play that off. Hey, look, we all made it to a point in this season that we didn't make it in our season, and we're just happy about it. But we're playing Survivor. Most of them will be like, hey, that, that's not going to work right there. So we're going to see how that, that pays out in the next episode. We are at the merge. I am going to go ahead and read off everyone who is still in the game, including our two winner picks. Dante, Dino, Felix, Killarney, Meryl, Marianne, uh, Phil, making sure... Uh, Man, I just forgot his name. We've been talking about him the entire time. Shane. <laughs> Shane. Shane and then Steffi, Tajan, and Tony. That is all the people. Sorry, I was flipping through a list. That is all the people remaining in the game. Abraham picked Tony to be his winner pick. I picked Meryl to be mine. Who is in the best position moving forward? Oh, you know what? I'm going to flip it up. I'm going to say, let me see how I did it. I'm going to put Felix. Felix to me in the best position because what? He doesn't have a, a big, the big targets on everybody back now to me is going to be Dante, Dino, and Tony. I think they're going to be the ones. And, and I think Stephanie, it depends on the challenge. So I'm not going to put her on the blocks yet. But I think those three are going to kind of sway who you vote for first. If Dante goes over there and doesn't explode, he won't be the next target. But if he goes over there trying to run that whole new tribe, guess what? Dante's out of here. I'm now, Felix. Oh, go ahead. Felix, if you don't play your cards right, you could be going right along with Dante. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sticking to it. I think because we're doing a final two this season. It's not a final three. It's a final two. And I think t- the final two is going to be two of the, the trio of the full package. Steffi, Meryl, Marianne. Two of those women are going to be in the final two. Well, my winner pick is still going to be Tony. So, but Tony, hey, now oh, yeah, you can't you can't change it now. Yeah, Tony, I, I, I want to say, hey, Tony, just kind of calm down a little bit. Just kind of calm down just a little bit. Give me give me a little closer to the winner pick. Uh, let's see, if we had Merrill at. We had Merrill at. I had her at top five. You had his winner, so that was she's that was my winner. Good. Yes. Um, who was Steffi? I had. I had Steffi at top three. You had her out by merge. Did I? Uh, well, my yeah. my top three was PK, Dino, and uh, Meryl. That was my top three. 
What I put Dino at? Dino, I had pre-merge. So, at, so you, you're still doing good because you had Dino at top three. So, just I remind had, you guys, we will take all of these and we will kind of figure out a point system and see who did better on their predictions. And real quick, going yeah. off predictions, our cast assessment that what we're doing right now, where we say where everyone's going to finish, our cast assessment for season 43 of Survivor US will be. Uh, in September, right now, September 1st is the date that is subject to change. But September, it's right around the corner. We're a month out, Abraham, from season yeah. 43. Back to U.S. Survivor! You know, that's it, my Lord's stands there. Is it still still your favorite Survivor? Are you allowed to say you want to keep that to yourself? First of all, U.S. Survivor is always going to be my favorite Survivor because I was on it! Okay, um, okay. I can, I can appreciate every other uh, corner of the globe Survivor game. And I love it. I've had opportunity to see South Africa now, opportunity to see Australia. But my home... Survivor US. US. That's what most people would say. I'm kind of on the Survivor Australia. I love all of them. But Survivor Australia fell in love with Blood versus Water and Champions and Contenders. So now, as of it, now it, that's, it, my, that's my favorite. Australia, South Africa, if y'all call me now, I'm coming. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'll come to, I couldn't represent the US, but I'm coming. And then, then I'll have a new favorite. So keep that in mind. <laughs> Anything else to add before we, we wrap up week three? There's only three more weeks left. There, there was only going to be six breakdown episodes because there's only six weeks. So we're coming down to the second half here, Abraham. It's a fast pace. I mean, if you're having a chance to, to see it, tune in to some of our interviews, meet some of the players from South Africa, and just enjoy it. I mean, if you're a Survivor fan of any level, you're going to be like, hey, I get a chance to see and meet. Oh, and reach out. Send your questions in. Yes. We, hey, we'll take the questions. Definitely reach out. We have some exciting news on the way. I can't say it. It's, it's on the down low. But Abraham, I think, can back me up. It is very exciting if we get everything worked out and all that. Um, but, yeah, week three, another great week of Survivor South Africa. Hey, I think it's time we go get some lunch, Abraham. I know. Oh, you know what? I want to. I want to throw this out there. Yeah, somebody, yeah. somebody reached out to me on IG yesterday, and they asked me about. There's a team of individuals that go out and help put together this whole survivor thing. They call the Dream Team. Mm, yes. So, if you want some information about the Dream Team, hit me up on IG at Abraham underscore ninety nine underscore ninety nine. I'll send you the link for the Dream Team. They are an intricate part of all the survivors because they're the people that get these games ready, help the crew put it all together. And it's a great internship or something to go out there and work on. And a lot of them, that's the way they end up going on the shows and working behind the scenes. We met so many people that was working with us that it started as a dream team member. So if you want some additional information, let me know in IG. Uh, yeah, I would like an additional information. I think it'd be fun. Yeah, no, I don't know if I'd fit, but I would love to do it. I thought about it. Uh, another thing, I forgot to say this. Our podcast has a new home. If you go to my website, randybruce.net, we have an entire page that is for reality. Randy, you can listen to our latest uh, podcast straight from that website. You can also watch our YouTube videos. If you want to watch the podcast instead of listen to it, also straight from that website. I'll put the link down in the description. So go to randybruce.net. R-A-N-D-Y-B-R-U-C-E dot net. And there's an entire Reality Randy page if you want to go check that stuff out. So yeah, Just definitely. Say, 
I just got just the message. Just that easy. I sent I sent them. Disregard the text above that because that was I didn't know it copied everything. But that's the link to the Dream Team. Uh, like I said, is got a chance to talk to Dream Team members that were out there. But also, hey, if you want to be a part of this whole thing and you want to see how the lighting goes, how the camera goes, how the filming goes, how the production goes, being a part of the Dream Team is the way to go. Yeah, definitely reach out to either Abraham or myself. I uh, at I'm Randy Bruce on Instagram. We both love talking to fans. I know Abraham in particular loves speaking to people who love the game of Survivor, loves people who reach out. Hey, just remember, that's how this got started right here. I was a fan. I, I, I was a fan. I didn't have any background in Survivor. I reached out to Abraham and said, hey, started this new podcast. Any chance you'd come on and talk for like 20, 30 minutes? <laughs> and, a year ago <laughs> yeah and 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 now we've been covering survivor and i don't think abraham's leaving me anytime soon we get a new uh, equipment now yeah. and yeah new equipment we're growing this thing look no we have fun meeting yeah. randy and being a part of the podcast has been fun and we we're trying to elevate our our, our podcast i got my, i got my ring light I'm, I'm working on it i got my mic Put the mic right here yeah, we're, so. we continue to evolve day by day. Uh, and who knows where this show can take us? Who knows? So, uh, But thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure to hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel. Follow us on Spotify. If you're listening to this podcast, we appreciate you guys and all the support you give us. Make sure to hit that notification. Sorry we didn't get interviews out for you guys this week. That was a little beyond our control. We'll see if we get an opportunity to interview them at a later date. But join us on Fridays starting next week. We should be right back into the interview process. And, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. So until next time, we'll see you next week for more Survivor South Africa. about the Survivor?